0: Hi everyone, my name is Eniolua. I am a graphic designer and a writer, though I trained as a physiotherapist in the university. I love to share my faith and to encourage people in their work with the Lord. I love to tell my stories and my experiences just to help people live in the freedom that Jesus has already purchased for them, to live free, to live without any baggage, without any guilt or condemnation. Thanks to the Hope Sweden show for this wonderful opportunity. I am going to be talking about purity and I trust you will learn a thing or two. First, I'd like to start with what purity is not. First, purity is not perfection. Purity is more about the intention and the state of the heart. Purity is not about getting it right 100% of the time. It is not about not ever having any impure thought or um, never doing anything wrong or contrary to God's law. It is about what is in your heart how you would like to live your life second purity is not about your reputation it is about god and our desire to please him it is never about trying to prove a point to anybody it is not about trying to live in a way that please people purity is is about following God and committing to his ways. Purity can be defined as, you know, being chaste, clean, guiltless, blameless, innocent, simple. But I like to say that purity is a virtue. Purity is a virtue of the recreated human spirit. Purity is not to be attained. Purity is a state of our of our spirit and let's start on this foundation that if you are a believer you are pure if you are a believer, Jesus has already cleansed us from all sin. Jesus has already justified us by his blood. We have already been justified by God's grace. Jesus has already paid for all our sins. He has cleansed us from all iniquity, from all unrighteousness. So, as a believer, you are pure. Your spirit is pure. Your spirit is blameless before God. Your spirit is absolutely pure perfect before God when God looks at you he doesn't see your shortcomings he doesn't see all that you have done wrong all God sees is a pure human spirit he all he sees is the blood of his son that has cleansed us so we have to understand that our spirits have already been purified and that is the basis of purity that is the foundation of purity purity is not just about our spirit it is about it's not just about our body it is about the spirit it is about the soul it is about the body but we have to understand that one part of the equation has already been taken care of one it's god has already taking care of our spirit we are absolutely pure so we are not trying to be pure and that was and that was what I mentioned at the beginning that purity is not about our reputation we are not trying to be pure we have already been made pure so what is left for us to take care of now to take care of is our is our body and our mind and I believe um, in the in, for the Christian, the mind is, I'd say the mind is the most important tool, not just for the Christian. I'd say the mind is the most important entity that we have to work on. God has already perfected the work in our spirit. He has done everything. But, you know, like Apostle Paul said, that we should work out our salvation. He was not trying to say, we should get ourselves saved by our actions. It was trying to say we should make it visible for all to see by our character and our actions that we have already been justified, that we already have been saved, that we already have salvation. That was what Apostle Paul was trying to say and it is true for the subject of purity too. Our spirit are already pure, God has already cleansed us but we now have to work it out and make it our reality. Okay so it is absolutely obvious God stand on purity. It is absolutely obvious all through the Bible. Apostle Paul in first Corinthians um, says we should have we should flee from sexual immorality Anything that does not correlate with God's word God's commandment Anything that does not correlate with God's standard of purity is immoral and that includes suggestive thoughts, God, suggestive conversations um, Suggestive materials any suggestive content so the Bible obviously Obviously expresses it in so many ways. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost, abstain from fleshly loss, lust, lust, possess your vessel in sanctification, be holy as your father in heaven is holy. It makes it absolutely clear in so many ways. In fact, the price that God paid for us to be pure, for our spirits to be recreated is absolutely obvious about God's stand on purity all through the old testament. God gave the children of Israel so many laws because it could not stand on cleanliness and iniquity. And that was why he sent his son Jesus. That alone is enough proof that God wants us to be pure. God, God wants us to be holy. God wants us to be without blemish. God wants us to be absolutely pure, absolutely clean. But I'd like to say that to, um, to actually embrace Um, a lifestyle of purity we have to understand that we were meant to be different so the opinions of people the opinions of the world really does not matter because there is a kingdom culture there is a character there is a standard that is expected of us so we have to be willing to embrace the fact that we are different We are meant to be different. Apostle Paul in Romans says to not conform to the world. So that means that we are not meant to do things like the world. So for us to be pure, we have to be willing to be different. We have to embrace it. We have to be proud of being different. Okay. So, before we continue, I'd just like to say that um, for me, as a young girl growing up in a Christian home, one of the questions or one of the things that baffled me was why so many boundaries? Why so many laws? Why so many don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that? And I felt like, is it that God just wants to suck the fun out of everything? You can't, I can't go to all the places my friends go to. I can't do all the things that they do. And they and you know, it, it, it seems like everybody was having fun without me. But you know, um, over the years, I have come to understand from God's word that God is not an enemy of fun. God is not an enemy of pleasure. God did not put boundaries around um, so many things, around um, God did not set boundaries for us in His word because he wants to suck the phone out of, every, because he wants to suck the phone out of everything. The reason He gives us boundaries is because man cannot um, enjoy utmost pleasure outside of God. We have to understand that God is not an enemy of pleasure. God wants us to have pleasure, but He wants us to have it His way. We have to understand that God gave us sexual desires they are never anything to be ashamed of it is normal to have them but when we start lusting after another person when we start um trying to get pleasure to fulfill our sexual desires outside of God's will fulfilling our desires outside of um the boundaries that God has placed For us that is lost that is when lost comes in so we have to understand that it's absolutely normal to 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 have sexual desires God created pleasure and he created pleasure because he wanted us to have pleasure but we cannot seek pleasure outside of God's ways we cannot seek it outside of his word. we cannot seek it outside the boundary that he has given us that he has set for us rather that scripture Romans chapter 8 from verse 1 it it was it was it was <laughs> it freed me because there was a time I was battling with so many impure thoughts that I felt so ashamed of myself, you know. I would feel guilty, I would feel condemned, you know, I would commit to you know what, I'm not going to think of anything bad, I'm not going to do anything bad and then Um, I would fail, I would um, do something wrong and it would just, you know, the thoughts would just start coming. God is disappointed in you, God, God, do do you think that God, Jesus paid the price for you to just be doing however you like? You know, all those kind of thoughts like God is not pleased with me, God is ashamed of me, God is disappointed. You know, all those thoughts will come, and it weighed me down a lot. But that scripture, um, Romans chapter 8, there, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set them free from the law of sin and death. It, it, it freed me because it, it made me understand that the spirit of good lord of the lord does not condemn me god does not condemn me no matter what i do no matter what what i seem to have done wrong no matter how many impure thoughts i had i battled with impure thoughts so 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 much it was oh my god it was tiring it was like every moment of the day my mind was just everywhere up and down everywhere up and down everywhere um eating um, reading I'm sitting in church listening to a sermon and my mind is just filled with so many impure thoughts so many you know so many things just swimming in my mind swimming in my mind swimming in my imagination and we have to understand that whenever he seems that we have failed the most important thing at that moment is not to dwell on our mistakes that would that would be another mistake on his own but to dwell on what Christ has already done for us the most important thing in that moment is to realize that even though I have done something wrong there is no condemnation unto me Christ has already redeemed me he has already cleansed me the word of God says that God is faithful and just to forgive when we confess our iniquity, so God is not waiting to shout at you that why will you do that after I have done after after all that Jesus has done for you? Why will you do that? Why will you go off and go on no? God, God, God is not that kind of father. God is good, He understands our human frailties and He has made provision for her failures. So that scripture freed me, because for so long I lived in guilt, I lived in condemnation, you know, growing up in a Christian home and knowing all the things I should do and should not do. It, it was, it, guilt and condemnation really, really weighed me down. I battled it for years, and I just want us to know that no matter what the sins you have done, no matter how how bad it may seem, God never condemns us. There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. The Bible says something about the righteous that still baffles me till today. That the righteous falls seven times and gets back up. That is our definition as righteous people. Not that it's okay for us to, you know, always do bad things and then just come and um, ask God for forgiveness. No. Because even Apostle Paul says that, um, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? No. What that scripture basically does for us is if by any chance, um, um, the, um, I think First John says that if any man sins, so it's telling us that there is a possibility in God that we can attain. But if along the way in our Christian journey, we find ourselves um, doing something contrary to God's law, we can always trace our way back god never condemns us god is the father his arms are always open so no matter what the sins you have done in the past there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus so i like to say don't dwell on your mistakes if it seems that you fail don't dwell on your mistakes do not dwell your mistakes you are not your mistakes okay so just so moving on Um, like I said before the mind is the most important entity on the subject of purity the spirit has already been taken care of like I said God has already taken care of that part of the equation for us the mind now is the most important part The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So the first step, the first thing we have to do to live a life of purity is to renew our minds. Is to renew our mind. Um, Romans chapter 12, um, the Apostle Paul, I, I quoted before, says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that means that there cannot really be any transformation without the renewal of our mind. We can know the right things and not do them because our minds have not been renewed. Our minds have not been transformed to accommodate our new nature. So. And that is why it is very, very important. There's, um, there's a scripture in Philippians four that says, um, whatever is true, whatever things are pure, whatever things are true, whatever things are holy, lovely, excellent, of good reports, just paraphrasing, um, whatever, whatever is, 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 is all this. It says, think on these things. Whatever is true, whatever is pure, whatever is holy, whatever is lovely, whatever is excellent, excuse me, whatever is of good report. He says think on these things so we have to understand that god's word is the only thing that checks all the boxes all these boxes god's word is the only thing that is pure true holy lovely excellent of good reports only god's word checks all these boxes all these boxes and that is why we have to make it a Constant duty to meditate and to think on God's word. That is how we renew our minds. That is how we transform our minds to constantly, um, you know, put it before our eyes, constantly confess it, constantly think on it, meditate on it. That is how we transform our minds. You take scriptures. Like my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within me, whom I have from God. I am not my own, for I was bought with a price. So I glorify God in my body and in my spirit, which are God's. That is the way to renew our minds. I present my body a living sacrifice, only acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. That is how we renew our mind. The thoughts of my of my of my heart. The, the, uh, the meditation of my heart is acceptable in the Lord's sight. I'm sorry, I, I think I'm mixing up that scripture, but I'm just trying to say that that is how we renew our mind, by constantly thinking on God's word, by constantly putting it before our eyes, putting it before our thoughts, we're constantly looking at it, We're constantly thinking about it, We're constantly reading it, we're constantly saying it. That is how we renew our mind, Memorize scriptures, write them down, confess them, craft out a confession, say it over and over again, think about it, meditate on it, read it all over, read it over and over again all through the day. That is how we renew our mind our mind and when our mind is renewed our character our actions will of necessity follow because the mind is what controls character is the seat of our will, is the seat of our character so when we renew our mind according to God's word when we bring it in line with our recreated human spirit and with, with everything the word of the Lord sees a life of purity is not hard and that is why we have to be very very careful what we are exposed to we have to be careful not to not to fill our minds with sexual images with unclean thoughts unclean words we have to be very very conscious of our environment we have to guard our environment the Bible says to guard our heart for out of it goes comes the issue of of life so we have to guard our our hearts we have to guard what comes into our mind we have to guard against impurity in our everyday life you know i like to say the same way you cover your food the same way you cover your water the same way you wash your hands because you don't want to get sick that is the way our minds are if you open up your mind um, death germs impurity you know you're not covering you're not purifying you're not doing anything they would come in and eventually they would, they would gradually, 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 before you know it, your character and your actions, they begin to follow what you have exposed your mind to. So the same way, um, if you expose your mind to negative things, to impure thoughts, to sexual things, without any boundaries, the same way your actions and your character will follow, is the same way if you expose your mind to the Word of God, expose your mind to, um, to 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 God realities, to what Christ has made us, to the life that we have to live, that we have been empowered to live, in the same way, our minds will, our sorry, our character and our actions will follow because it is the mind that determines our reality. Okay, so don't hesitate to walk away from suggestive conversations from dirty talks don't hesitate to unfollow people to mute statuses you know that was one of the things that really helped me i had a friend that you know would always always every time we spoke always talk about sex and suggestive stuff and i realized that i cannot keep spending two hours three hours on the phone with this person if i want to live a life that pleases god because then i finish talking we i finish conversation with this person and and my mind just replays everything they say you know it would say it and i be like you know i don't like it when you say such things but it doesn't change the fact that they will still be said and Over time, I had to realize that, you know what, I cannot keep spending a large portion of my day with this person that is always saying suggestive things and talking about sex and talking about all those things um, in the way that are contrary to God's word. So, setting boundaries are very, 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 very important very very important the kind of things you read the kind of things you watch the kind of things you listen to the kind of music you listen to all those things they constantly affect your mind they constantly affect your mind so boundaries are very 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 important very important another thing i would like to say is that um we have to come to understand god's perspective on purity god's perspective on on sex so I know a lot of us um, you know a, a lot of us grew up in this environment where um, it's a sacred topic You just don't talk about it You just don't read about it you just don't and um, we have to understand that knowledge and insight has a long way to go um, I, I once read somewhere someone said knowledge is power but only if it is the right knowledge so we have to learn perspective on the matter um there are two books that helped me on my purity journey i love those books one is moral revolution by chris baluton the other one is um swipe right by level Lusco as in those two books they really really helped me they opened up um my mind to god's perspective on, on 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 sex and sexual purity they opened up my mind to the fact that um, that sex and anything sexual is not just physical; they are emotional too. They are not they they are spiritual. So we have to understand that the issue of purity is something every believer, especially singles, every every believer, has to actually take seriously. Um, you, you know, you just have to step out of your house to pick up impure thoughts to pick up in in pure conversations all you have to do is step out of your house that is all you have to do (laughs) and so we have to understand that um, we we have to learn God's perspective we have to come to understand God's perspective seek um, messages and books from credible um, Christian leaders on these topics educate your mind renew your mind to God's way to God's perspective on the issue of sex the issue of purity okay so um, I'm running out of time (laughs) okay so I'd like to say also that um, one of the most important thing to help um, in a life of purity is to guard your inner circle be careful of who you let into your inner circle Um, you have to make sure that um, the people that are closest to you, the people that have the most of your time, the people that have access to your heart and to your mind, they are people that believe the same things. They have people that you can be accountable to. They are people that can encourage you in your in your walk with God, in your desire to please God and to live according to his ways. So one of the most important thing is guard your inner circle, guard your inner circle. Put radical pleasure, um, I'm sorry, put radical measures in place, in place. Avoid awkward situations. Stay away from some friends if you have to. Um put distance between you and a cousin if you have to. Between you and a friend if you have to. Another thing um I'd really like to say is that um I, 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 I like to say that temptations are like pop quizzes. They come unexpected, so you have to prepare for your moments of temptation before they come. You you have to prepare because most times the devil will come at you when you least expect, when your guard is absolutely down. But your preparation before those moments are the most important thing. And I always say that if you win, if you if you if you um if you pass a test you the 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 moment after that test is the most important is the is the most crucial time because you have to start preparing for the next one so i like to say temptations are like pop quizzes they come unexpected they come when you don't expect it um another thing i like to say in um in um as i'm rounding up is that um let no impure thoughts go on replied. Don't shy away from your own thoughts. Don't just say, "Um, what am I thinking about this thing? Oh, yeah, stop thinking about this thing. Think about something, think about something else. No, reply your thoughts. Let no impure thoughts go on replied. Don't shy away from your own thoughts. Immediately you have impure thoughts counter them with the scriptures memorize scriptures write them down put them where you can always see them i have always see them i have this app on my phone that every time i every time i unlock my phone i put notes on my home screen i see those things my body is the temple of the holy spirit i do not give my body to sexual immorality you know all those things so when those thoughts come reply them don't just let them go when you start thinking of um you know um, impure thoughts thinking of um you know having sex with that person you love so much and you know this is you know all those things that i'm thinking is outside god's will. or maybe there's a temptation to watch pornography or whatever it may seem reply your thoughts with the word of god my body is a temple of the holy spirit within me whom i have from god as in there are so many other scriptures like that. Um, I set my mind on things above and not on earth. You know, all those all those kind of things, all those scriptures, look for them, write them out, memorize them, put them before your eyes, okay? Um, so, and the, the place of accountability can never, ever, 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 ever be overemphasized. You have to have somebody that you can be accountable to, whether you are in a relationship or not. You have to have somebody you can say, see, I've been doing well for a very long time, but these days, I'm just always having impure thoughts. I'm just always thinking about having sex with that guy in my office. Everybody needs to have that one person you can go to and say that kind of stuff to without, any, without without um, without any fear of being judged or any shame. So so, it is not something you can do on your own. Living a life of purity is not just something you can do on your own. You have to have a community, a community of friends, mentors, friends, guides, pastors. You know, people that you can open up to, if if. know you find yourself in a dicey situation you know tell somebody that you know what i i i I have I, i haven't watched pornography in about two years but recently i've just been having those thoughts i've just been having the desire to just watch it please pray for me help me talk to that kind of person be accountable give yourself boundaries i know there's some apps that actually help you with that they help you stay for for people that are Um, addicted to pornography or have issues with pornography um, there are some apps that actually help you overcome that they help you put restrictions on your phone and i think there's a particular one that you can hurt somebody and the person will know when you default you know and all those kind of things so you have to put boundaries in place you have to renew your mind you have to learn god's perspective you have to unlearn all the all the things all the world has taught all the world, all all that the world has has, has has put in our heads. We have to unlearn all those things that you know the systems of this world and you know the music, the movies have put in our heads, and actually learn God's perspective. Actually learn God's ways. Read books about it. Read Christian materials about about articles from credible sources about it. Um, read the Bible. Meditate on the Word of God confess it, um, renew your mind. Another thing I'd like to say is that we have to be really, 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 really dependent on the help of the Holy Spirit. Even with all that we do, we have to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit and we have to be dependent on Him. So we have to get acquainted with the voice of the Holy Spirit and how He leads us. Sometimes that comes as just an an uneasy feeling you have to visit a friend and you just don't feel so easy about it you just don't feel so comfortable going anymore it might be a clue so god has not um told us to do something he has not empowered us not um something God has not told us to do something he has not empowered us for. So we have to learn to rely on the voice of the Holy Spirit. And um, when it comes to sexual immorality, there is one instruction that the Apostle Paul gives, and it is to flee. So it means when all is said and done, and it seems like after everything I've tried to do, this thing still wants to comfort me the best response is to flee and we see that with Joseph we know the Bible says Joseph um, um, avoided Potiphar's wife he did all sorts and she just wouldn't listen she was just very persistent he fled so when it comes to sexual temptations when push comes to shove and it seems like there's nothing else you can do flee from that person put a distance run away don't put yourself in awkward situations um so it really isn't um impossible we just have to learn the right way to do it renewing our minds and relying on the help of the holy spirit so um, i hope you were able to learn the thing two. thanks to the Sweden show for this great opportunity thank you so much